Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Expedition Exit Experience, or Triple E for short. I am your host, Host Chelsea, also known as Crispy on the Internet, and with me today is the ninth place. I had to double check that because it's been a couple days, but we have the ninth place finisher and third member of our jury, Papa Bear. Hello, you're you're so good at that intro too. It's like it's just so smooth and. Plus, you have a great voice for podcasting. I love I, it so much. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I've had a lot of practice. <laughs> we we were, t- we were talking about this with Heidi on one of the last couple podcasts, and I think that I said, like, hers is like my 67th or like 66th podcast, so like something stupid oh. for orgs. So if I don't have it down by now, then I'm never going to get it. But thank you. I appreciate it. I podcast about TV, and I feel like I haven't gotten any better over maybe like 40-ish episodes. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, I think you sound great. But it. And also with, and also with us to not to be outdone, we have the lovely Tester Nick. Guess who's still doing these? <laughs> Bless his heart. We'll see how long this, this is lasts. Like this is like the most active I've been in any um org that I've PW'd, and like definitely I, I've probably like ten times more active in this one than the first two seasons combined. So yeah, sounds about right. You helped a little bit for the first season, but not so much the second. That one was basically no. just... I don't think I even had a... Ca- well, yeah, I think you made me an account on the second part. Tester Nick, that's where Tester Nick originated. Yeah. But, all right, yep, so that's it for that. But, again, so welcome again. Sorry sorry that you got eliminated. Papa Bear was probably one of my favorite characters, I know, going through the season, even though you definitely had up and down moments, I would say, as far as, like, your interactions with the cast, I guess, is the best yeah. way to put it. Yeah, it it was a ride for sure. Um, as I told you before, like I wish I wouldn't have been such a Mimi over the top character and actually like thought about the game in a rational way more often. But it, I think it was more fun this way. I mean, to be fair, you did warn me exactly that, like in your like application and even in your very first like welcome questions. You basically said that you were you weren't really playing to win, but at the same time, not like you're gonna lose on purpose. Yeah, like like after you win an org, I mean, where's there, there? You can only go down. And I knew exactly. I, I was gonna. I knew I was gonna go down in this game. And at least if I'm going down, I wanted to be like a fun kind of collapse as a player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was the goal. Except when you're actually in the game, you shouldn't tell people that you're not playing to win and trying to be a character because <laughs> they will not believe you. They will think you're just playing them and just being a dick. And yeah, not not the best strategy. And we'll get into stuff like that a little bit later. But I guess we'll start with. I mean, the round you were eliminated, that's probably a good place to, to go. And that was with you, be, during a Big Brother round, being put up by Rob, who was your ally up until that point. So It sure was. And, I, and you definitely didn't seem to expect it, based off of your confessionals. No, my confessional that day was, yeah, I um, this round seems pretty set in stone. I don't, I don't think I need to do anything. It doesn't matter who wins veto. It doesn't matter what happens. Rob is not putting me up. Um, then just a few short hours later, that... I went to shit. I was wrong. <laughs> right. Well, going into the round and like, even not even just going into the round. After Rob won, what did you think was what the plan was? Well, I talked to him. Um, I think the night before, or sometime in that period when people were doing the challenge, I was talking to him, and we sort of we didn't talk specific names. I don't think we might have, um, but we basically agreed, like, yeah, let's not do anything crazy this round. Let's just take out someone who's a little bit more under the radar. Someone who's kind of floating, people such as, I mean, kind of implying people such as like Desi or Eliza, who are, who in my opinion, are playing a bit more under the radar. Um, I don't know, that just seems to be my strategy, like in most games, is take out people like that who are quiet, who are going to, you know, keep floating along. People are going to forget about them. Those are the people that I want to see, um, usually want to take out of the game at this point, you know, early merge, final nine, final 10. Mm-hmm. And Figgy had also, because right before that, Michaela got voted out. So Figgy was a bit less around, and then Des used other nomination. So Exactly. So it seemed like an easy round to take out one of those people. And it didn't, I don't know, I just, like, I, I was in that alliance with all the boys. And, like, I didn't want to be in that alliance. But of all the people that I had somewhat of a bond with, I felt good with Rob, of all people. Like, I didn't feel good with Gavin or Chris. If they had won HOH and put me up, that wouldn't have been a surprise to me at all, considering I almost flipped on Chris the round before. 
But with right. Rob, I at least felt like decent. I liked him. I felt like I had a good rapport with him, could work with him going forward. But yeah, shocking to say the least. Not necessary. And I don't want to like jump too far ahead, but just like as an overview to that round um, and, you know, not necessarily being results oriented, because obviously, you know, for knowledge, he's, you know, he's out of the game now. But do you what do you think of the? What did you think of the move for Rob at the time? And like, obviously, there was some frustration behind it. But did you see any merit to it at all? Or I mean, did you think it was a good move, you know, in any way? Or do you think that there was just like it was just a bad move all around? Yeah, I think um I think if you just look at things that I had done up and like before final nine, it made sense. Like I wasn't really talking to the boys all that much because I was so worried about keeping my relationships with Figgy and Michelle um, in a good place. So I didn't, mm -hmm. I like, I wasn't having game talks with them. That whole alliance shouldn't have felt good about me. Um, I almost flipped the round before I wasn't talking to them because I was busy figuring out if I should flip or not figuring out how to, get Michaela to play the idol for herself. So we would put votes on her and she would idol. Like I was doing all this shady stuff. So I like, it makes sense for Rob or I don't, I don't know exactly who like is, was all, I still don't know who's in this plan exactly. Whether it was Rob, I don't think it was totally Rob coming up with it by him coming up with the whole plan. They throw me up there to backdoor me on his own. I think he had a people in his ear for sure who, who were telling him this information. Um, so yeah, I, like i guess to double back around i don't think it was a good move clearly like i know it's easy to be results results oriented now knowing that rob is out of the game two rounds later and chris was right after me um but like me personally i was not coming after rob i me and don both wanted to work with him moving forward maybe take him out later maybe even let him get pretty far because i didn't think his social relationships were that good like he's pissing a lot of people off a lot of people didn't like him, so I didn't. I wasn't worried too much about letting him get especially far. So yeah, I, I don't think it was the best move for Rob. Right, well, was it even safe to assume that had he not won that first immunity, Rob was probably going at the merge? I mean, I I didn't want that myself because I kind of liked Rob. I thought he was somebody I could work with, but I I imagine that would have probably been an easy merge vote. Yeah. Okay. And now. Again, the problem with this specific interview is that I really do wish we were able to interview right after the elimination because of, you know, Rob wouldn't have been eliminated, so it'd be a little bit easier to ask the foresight questions. Sure, but yeah. I guess now, with that done, had you won HOH, what would you have specifically done? Like, were you even trying? I mean, you, I think you told me that you weren't really trying that hard to win it when yeah. Yeah. it was all going down. Yeah, my effort in the HOH challenge was more like, uh, I'll do okay in it if everyone's throwing it that I'm fine with winning it just like by happenstance I I thought I did okay at the challenge but I wasn't like gunning for it mm -hmm. it, was, it was with the words and stuff and I was like googling definitions like double checking stuff just listening to music while I was like I was very casual doing that challenge um and Chris asked me this when he got out who I would have put up and I for sure would have put up Desi and Eliza I hadn't given it too much thought and if I had actually won HOH I would have of course discussed it with people like Dawn and I don't know, probably talk to like Michelle or Figgy. Um, so I, I definitely would have just done, made the quote unquote easy decision, put people up I just didn't have good relationships with. Um, and then hopefully use that round to solidify other bonds I had going forward. Okay, which again makes sense. I feel like that's kind of, isn't that the point of winning HOH in like anything? Rather it be Survivor Big Brother, it's, I feel like it was always more than just winning it and then, you know, nominating two people, being safe, and then one of them going. I, I always assumed it was about, like, making bonds with everybody now that you're in power, so. Yeah, it should be. That's one of the reasons mm -hmm. I like having the twist there, and I don't know. Maybe that happened, maybe it didn't this time around. Not happy for me. Um, yeah, exactly. I, it's funny, I had, I had also told Rob before he, I think before he won HOH, I was like, if we, if anyone doesn't make the easy move here, like I thought I was kind of putting like fear into him by saying this. I was like, if somebody t tries to go for a big target or like do a crazy move, like they're going to be out soon. So I also thought I like kind of had kind of like planted these seeds for him. Just don't make a big move. Like it's going to be dumb, but yeah. And I can't wait to ask him about it whenever, once we get around to his interview, which should be tomorrow, I hope, fingers crossed. But again, unfortunately it is what it is. And he got eliminated, and then he also got eliminated as a result of it. But what I really wanted to ask about was that round before, with when you and Dawn won. So you guys won immunity right after that that idol play by Dawn, 
and basically throughout the round rocks was definitely being talked about amongst both sides and you were talking specifically to i guess michelle and figgy about flipping during uh during a revote yeah it's a whole thing um yeah well i'd love to get into it so yeah <laughs> so so why what was the mindset behind telling that to them i mean so we're so it, it does go back to the final 11 round where jacqueline went where i just wasn't here and so like the end result of the final 11 or the merge round is that we like i ended up with rob with rob and gavin and chris like people who i didn't really want to work with at the merge the people i wanted to work with were michaela figgy michelle and so like right. i feel like i'm on this one side where dawn belongs like dawn is good with the boys but then like papa bear should be with all the girls like those are my people those are the people i trusted they i think they still trusted me because don playing the idol i don't think a lot of the responsibility fell on papa bear i think people saw that as don's move papa bear wasn't really around to you know yeah i mean you were quite literally like in a play and yeah. you basically just switched your vote because your partner said please switch your vote and yeah. you just you listen to your partner I mean, in retrospect, I wish I would have been like, no, like, let don't do something stupid. Just vote Gavin. Um, but in the moment, just the most chaotic move sounded really fun to me. Right, and I was yeah. also like assuming this information Don was telling me was legit, that we couldn't trust the girls anymore. But yeah, so going back to the final 10 round where it's five versus five, I just don't like, why am I sticking with this group of guys who I don't care about? Like, maybe they have my back short term just through Don. Like maybe they won't want to screw Don over by taking me out. But as someone who's like Papa Bear, who wasn't really playing to win, I just wanted to like go be with my friends essentially and make sure they didn't leave because I felt so passionately about someone like Figgy or Michelle um, winning the game. Like even my ideal boot list at the beginning of Merge, I think I put Don, Figgy, Michelle ahead of me in that list. Yeah, like you, I wanted you to put see yourself fourth place in yeah, the, like, the ideal boot list for yourself. I remember that specifically. I would have loved that. I don't have to answer final tribal council questions. I can <laughs> see one of my friends when the game <laughs> seemed like a really ideal situation to me. Um, so yeah, I can continue on to the actual like details of the vote, but I just did not want any of the girls to go and rocks threatening. Didn't want to see them draw rock. That, I think that would have been bad for my game regardless. And so that whole round, I'm trying to figure out like, what can I do to make sure people like Michelle Figgy are safe uh, but also, how do I not screw Dawn's game? Because right. I felt like throughout the round, if I just straight up flip and leave Dawn with the boys, then, I give, then I'm giving the girls who I felt like were pretty solid, the Eliza, Michaela, Figgy, Michelle, Desi group. I feel like I'm giving them all the power. I'm maybe five or six in that alliance. They can just vote out Dawn next round, regardless of what Papa Bear does. They'll tell me to vote the wrong person, I kind of assumed. And I, it was, I just felt like I was in a no-win situation at Final Ten. Right. And I mean, you even you assumed that well, not assume, but you had asked me about even giving one of them your immunity in the case yeah. of a rock draw. Yeah, so, exactly. Like there clearly was good intention involved. It's just unfortunately, I don't think it came across as well to them once yeah. everything and, happened. And like, I'm sure I have like a whole conversation about Michelle to get into. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it was so frustrating that I like she she is like the whole time during final 10 and afterwards she was like exaggerating kind of what i was doing like what i was doing was not good by any means like do not make a chat with all these people that you're not working with and tell them you want to work with them and then not vote with them like that is objectively a dumb thing to do yeah um, I, I remember towards the end of that round of right before the votes were gonna come in i saw you make a, a group chat with with dawn michelle uh figgy and michaela like hey guys we should all work together for this one so we don't go to rocks and then yeah. it tied anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. But but like my intentions were good. Like I'm on right. in DMs, like I'm telling Michelle, like, I don't know if this is gonna work, but like I wanna make a chat with all of us. And like I know how this might come across. Like I don't want you to think I'm misleading you doing this. Like I'm genuinely trying to figure out what to do. And that's what I was telling someone like Michelle all throughout the that round or throughout that voting period, basically. I'm telling her, like, I don't know what to do, but I'm trying to figure it out. Like I don't know if I can actually flip and do something. So I don't know. I thought I thought I was covering my bases somewhat and not just straight up lying or misleading them. But obviously they took it differently. Right. Well, and you also as one more 
I guess, added thing throughout that round. So you said you didn't want to flip. So it sounded like your alternative was to kind of hint pretty heavily as far as who you guys were all going to vote for, rather than just outright tell them that you were all voting for Michaela. Right. And I guess Figgy didn't get the memo, because oh. <laughs> Figgy ended up playing the idol on herself anyway. And, like, maybe I'm misremembering, but, like, how I remember the round is I was going to Michelle. I was saying, look, I'm not voting you, and I'm not voting for Figgy. So, like, you guys need to figure out what to do with this idol. And if Michaela and Figgy are so dead set on using it on one of them, like, I think the decision is clear without spelling it out. And I thought I told Figgy, I'm pretty sure I told Figgy the exact same thing. Like, hey, I am not voting for you. I told her that over and over as far as my memory serves. Um, Your confessionals reflect that. Yeah, I was telling... I was telling her that repeatedly and just like, even that was not good. Like it's, I basically was telling them to idol Michaela, which right. is another piece of information that of course could have gotten back to anyone and eventually did, I'm sure. But it, I don't know. It was just, it was so dumb. And I was so mad at that point. Like I was expecting the idol to be played correctly at final 10. And for, I guess, I didn't know who they were going to vote for. I guess Chris to go. Um, and then it, it ended up being like a, a huge shock to me when Michaela um, or when Figgy played the idol on herself and, instead and i was really disappointed in that well yeah i mean you went as far as to say like one of the reasons why you didn't flip on the revote was because you didn't think they trusted you because they didn't listen to like the hints you're trying to give them about michaela being the vote and i yeah that was that was a huge that was a huge factor for me and that that's like for me the situation changed completely when figgy played the idol on herself it proved to me like oh i don't i don't have a home with working with these people they don't trust me as much as i think they might so if I flip, like, I'm just going with people who are going to act out of self-interest and not listen to me. So yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty upset with Figgy. And when I asked her, I was like, why did you play the idol on yourself? I told you I wasn't going to vote for you. She basically just said, like, I didn't want to go to rocks was just kind of the plain answer she gave me. And we didn't talk really the rest of the night. I don't want to completely change the subject, but I, before we get into the Michelle stuff, because I feel like that's coming up, I, I, I have to ask one question that I've been wanting to ask for your exit interview for a while now. Talk to me about Carter. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> now <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to hear it. I want to. I want to hear like what the mindset was that entire round. To the fact that like you openly oh. almost self-voted, <laughs> and then ten minutes before deadline had a vote in for Gavin, knowing that like you didn't have the numbers. All right, a little bit of background for this would probably be nice if you could start with that, just for because most people who would be listening to this are probably totally either forgot or are unaware of what exactly okay. happened in that round. Okay. Yeah, so. so- yeah. Oh, no, you, you can give the background. No, 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 you, you give the yeah. background. Yes, you're okay. interviewing. So I believe it was final 14? 15? I think final 15. 15. And so we're on a tribe. It's just me, Don, Gavin, Figgy, and Carter. And Carter is the clear odd person out in the situation. We've lost. We have to vote one of our five out of uh, car one. And... I did not like Gavin at all from the first drive. I can go more into my Gavin hate from from throughout <laughs> we'll, we'll the game. We'll get into that too later, of course. Yeah. Um, so Gavin was there, who I already did not like and did not want to work with and just did not bond with in any discernible way throughout this game. And then there was Carter, who was not the most active person, but when he talked to me and we like bonded, like it was incredible. It was like one of the coolest people I've met in an org in a while where we could just like BS about any like random thing, like sports movies. He told me um, he went to that same high school as that one comedian who has like his Netflix show. I think he's Indian American. I might be getting this wrong. Um, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. He has like his Netflix. Okay. He has a Netflix show and he's like really funny. Um, So yeah, I just had this insane bond with, with Carter and so the votes come in and it's pretty obviously going to be Carter leaving. It's hardly even a discussion. Um, but at the same time, Carter wants to work with me. She, he really like Dawn from the first tribe and, you know, I'm not playing this game strategically at all. So I basically want to do anything I could to keep Carter, who was a lot more pleasant for me to be around in this game, made this game a lot more fun for me. And I would have much rather Gavin leave. Um, and I was basically throwing a, a tantrum the entire round, trying to basically, like, I don't know if I was really trying to convince Figgy to change her mind, um, but 
like I just complained the literally the entire voting period. Like I would go to Figgy every like 30 minutes, it felt like, and say how much I hated that we were voting Carter out and how much I hated Gavin. Um, I don't know. Is there any like other specifics of that you want me to talk about? No, it was more just like, you know, I guess the mindset behind why the vote, like why it was such a close decision for you. And I think you, you definitely got into that a lot. Yeah, I just had like an incredible bond with Carter. He was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I thought he was just like really chill. And I also felt bad because he told me it was only his second game that he played. And his first game, he told me that he had gotten out, maybe I think second boot or something. And like he, the guy really like hadn't done anything wrong. And so we were like booting this guy out who hadn't done anything wrong. His partner, I had already kind of scumbagged his partner, um, Johnny Mundo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so like, I felt like I could make maybe like make amends for getting Johnny out, who I liked as well, by saving Carter and like take him under my wing and just give him a good experience in this game for as long as possible versus Gavin, who I could care less about, um, even though Dawn had a good relationship with Chris and it would have pissed Chris off and so forth. I didn't really, I was throwing caution to the wind and I was willing to do that. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where like, I really did not want to vote Carter and I would have self-voted and i didn't think it would have mattered if i self-voted right it's it's funny because a twist idea that i had that i scrapped because it it sounded dumb after i thought about it for like an extra 30 seconds was was a a seppuku twitch which is funny given the seppuku name (laughs) but it it was basically where a part like you could basically vote yourself where and if you you basically take on two votes as a result of it but then you get like an advantage or something or like you basically get the gift advantage not you don't get one you get to gift advantage to somebody else so basically you if you get eliminated then you can give something to someone but i thought that was dumb so that's why i took it out so (laughs) could you imagine if that somehow ended up as like a papa bear boot there that would that would have been pretty funny (laughs) even if you did that i guess it still would have been three two one because i doubt carter was voting you there but I guess anything is theoretically possible. But I just to touch on the he didn't do anything wrong part, if I remember correctly, isn't he like the sole reason why you lost that first challenge? Okay, he <laughs> he did that wrong. He uh, like didn't post the last word filter for like five minutes. Yeah. And that was, that was brutal. See, the fact that I overlooked that and still wanted to keep Carter that bad really speaks oh, to like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He he tried his best, honestly. It's, you can't fault, you can't fault he, Carter. He's a bit of a meme for us, so that's why we <laughs> like to ask about him. Exactly, and like... Because you were not the only person who like liked Carter a lot. There was like literally one... Like, Michaela was the only other person on the entire cast who just really liked Carter. But everybody else was so lukewarm about him. There were a couple people, too, who had kept just being like, oh, like, Carter's like never around, but when he is here, like, he's like really interesting. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think total like quantity or like how often you're here should be mm-hmm. the number one factor like i don't know like i almost want to trust people more that aren't around all the time like when i'm if i'm seeing someone's green light on all the time on skype whenever i log on like that makes me nervous that makes yeah. me think they're talking to people all day and gavin yeah. was someone who seemed to like be online throughout the day and i know as far as i know and he told me he has a job and he's in college where he can be on slack most of the day and talking to people so and it's probably honestly the perfect time to transition to Gavin. Just yeah, I feel like this is like a great lead-in. Yeah, especially after I mean, so that first vote, Gavin was supposed to be the vote unanimously, and you you did not like Gavin, so you were all about it. But then it's why it switches last minute, and then then Jacqueline goes after an idol play, and the rest is basically history as far as what happened with the merger as a result of that. That's the but, that's the that's the funniest part of our relationship is that the entire pre-merge it was just papa bear probably one-sidedly hating gavin mm-hmm. a lot and then we get the merge and i basically i like i i don't want to say i strong arm the vote but i i think i was the most vocal about getting the votes on gavin for the merge vote and it ended up happening and then i'm the one or i'm, I'm closely associated with dawn who plays an idol to save gavin and that just led to even more memes people asking me if i actually hated him the entire time or if i was just lying about that Right. But why get like what didn't you like about Gavin that made this one sided rivalry happen in the first place? The best way to put it, it's like there's a, there's just like one Seinfeld episode, if I can <laughs> make this reference, where Jerry's like dating this woman who's like objectively beautiful and really good looking. And then his friends, whenever they meet her, just like they don't get it. And then that was like me with Gavin where like other people seemed to really like him and he was resonating with people 
And then like, I would talk to him and it was like, I was talking to a different person and it was just, it was so confusing and our conversations went in circles or they didn't go anywhere. Um, and to be fair, I did this a lot in uh, the season where if I'm talking to someone and they're just not giving me much, they're not, you know, asking any like questions to continue the conversation or they're not, they're just giving like one or two word responses. Like I just stopped talking to people. And that happened with Gavin, like almost every day it felt like where he just wouldn't say anything. And it just drove me crazy because I felt like he must be doing better with other people in direct messages. And it just drove me up a wall every single day. It felt like the same thing. And yeah, it just, it, it angered me so like irrationally. Wow. I don't think I've ever related to someone so hard on one of these exit interviews. <laughs> I, 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 it's a long story, but I've, I've definitely been there. And I think I understand like where you're coming from a lot better. Irrational hatred's pretty fun. It's so it's kind of fun making a rival in an org. But even it, like, if it is one side. There's I, I've always had that experience where sometimes there's just one person in the cast and it's like they could be lighting it up with everyone else and it's just like if you don't click with them, you don't click with them and yeah, it, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's there's always somebody like that and you're always going to find people who ultimately end up like that unfortunately and I mean Gavin's still in, but you never know. Maybe it'll be a fun rivalry at the end if you get to vote for him to win or something. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be wild. Um, in when when I when it finally like came, when I finally had to like approach Gavin and be like, yeah, like I told everyone I hated you for a while. When I had to explain, like I had to explain all this to him, which made it worse. Right. Um, and then <laughs> he, and then it it made me feel bad because he felt bad. He felt like he had done something wrong, and I was like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. Like it's it's probably all my fault. Like don't don't apologize to me. Um, he also told me that he he feels like he matches like the energy or like the tone of whoever he's talking to and which like confused me even more because I think Papa Bear and DMs gave off a very like, like similarly over the top, like very talkative tone. So I didn't feel like that was being matched by Gavin. Well, again, it happens. And I guess it is a little, maybe it was almost like too over the top, but of course I'm not going to speak for Gavin because who knows what he was thinking. But I can't even imagine how that conversation must have gone after like that first vote was like, oh, so by the way. Yeah, that was that was such a funny thing to be reading in confessionals about like so I had to have a conversation with Gavin about why I hate him. Like I could I can only imagine how something like that would go in an org. It's just kind of funny. I messaged Chris before I messaged Gavin. I was like, you're probably gonna hear from a lot of people that I hate Gavin, and I've been telling people that, and it's all true, but I'll explain later. Yeah. <laughs> how did Chris respond to that? I think they're just probably happy in the moment that we used idol for them. Yeah, I guess I, guess I had less really questions clear. after that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, Gavin, at the end of the day, though, he's a nice person. And, like, I, like, genuinely feel bad if if um, anything I said was, like, too offensive. Because, like, he's not a, not, not a bad guy by any means or anything like that. Right. And speaking of nice people and feeling bad, we can talk about Michelle. So we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... It probably is best to at least talk a little bit about it, just especially because it seemed like it was a very like visceral reaction towards Michelle. Right. Yeah. They ended up having. So I guess can you give us a little bit of background about your relationship with her in the game. In Michelle, I mean, so going back, like uh, there was a lot of people in this game who, like, if I was talking to them and I wasn't having a good time, I just kind of stopped messaging them or didn't like respond very timely. Um. But Michelle was the complete opposite, where I couldn't, like, respond to her message any quicker. Like, I just wanted to always talk to her. It was so much fun. We could talk about any random things. She laughed at my stupid jokes. Um, she had a lot of stupid jokes that I didn't laugh at. Uh, we shared a lot of, like, memes and stuff. Um, so, like, I don't know. We just had, like, this incredible social relationship. And I think as I put it in one of my confessionals, it was, like, she was so good with me socially. Like, she had reached that threshold of, like, I want you to win. Like, I don't care if if you win over me, like that's how like likable you've been and how much I've enjoyed your presence in the game. So, and, and like, as you know, like I was willing to give up my immunity for Michelle. Like that's how like yeah. smitten I was with her. And so, yeah, that's kind of the, the background, I guess. Okay. And now we fast forward to, I guess we'll go after the Jacqueline vote. So after the idling happens and after, I guess you, you basically have to, to vote away from her. How, does that work how does that first conversation go with michelle it was awful um like she was just extremely angry and like thought i was in on everything 
when I, I wasn't at all, like I just wasn't around everything, everything that happened happened when I was at this play. And like, it just wasn't me. Like I was totally on board with the Gavin boot an hour and a half or so before the vote. And she's yelling at me thinking like I was lying to her the whole time that I was actually really like tight with Gavin that I didn't hate him. She, so she just thought I was like a complete fraud. Um, and she's just yelling at me and this and that, and I'm just getting home and it's like a struggle because I have a million messages from everyone. And at one point I didn't respond right away to Michelle. Cause I also wanted to be like thoughtful and think about what I was saying. And then she just kind of yelled at me and was like, okay, I guess like we don't have to talk anymore tonight. And she just, just like, she just like kept doing stuff like that where she was like, all right, like you're going to ignore me. Like, let's like, let's just not talk then. Like let's move our separate ways. And then, so she would yell at me about this and that. Then she would get into, she had heard about the alliance with Figgy and Michaela and me and Dawn. She had heard about the idol, obviously how we got it, how they gave it to us. And so she just felt like we weren't close, I guess. She was mad at me, thought I was doing other stuff, being sneaky and that sort of thing. So that conversation was not great. Eventually she did apologize. I tried to apologize and just explain everything, but I don't know. I think ultimately she tried to at least told me that she understood, but I don't think she ever really was letting it go. Right. It, do you regret not like telling Michelle about that alliance or, or even about the idol stuff beforehand? Or do you feel like it was definitely the right move to try to keep it close to the chest? Um, I don't. Yeah, I think it was fine. I don't think I would tell Michelle any more information. Um, I think part of it was like, Michaela was getting in my head about Michelle because Michaela didn't trust Michelle totally. And it, it went back to the to the Heidi boot round where Michaela even thought that Michelle and Desi might side with Heidi and try to use Heidi's extra vote and do something. Um, so there's just like a lot of seeds of doubt planted with Michelle where I didn't know if I could fully trust her. And so I didn't want to tell her too much information yet. And also, I mean, that particular information was going to like if I tell Michelle about an alliance with Figgy and Michaela and they eventually hear about it, then they're mad. And it's just gonna, it was just going to look like I was playing everyone and I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to, at least in this game, I was felt like I was mostly keeping information close to the vest. So your, your relationship with Michelle was more on like a, a social and like, I don't want to go as far as like emotional level, but like that kind of level rather than like a strategic, like, all right, game wise, here's the plan. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, I think so. And I think the issue on a strategic level was that Desi just was not particularly active or talkative. Desi was someone that responded every like 12 hours. It felt like the messages and it just like, it made it hard to like bring our pairs together, which would have been ideal. Whereas with Michaela and Figgy, our pairs were all very active and it was easy for us to come together. And then Michelle was like, I want to work with you, but I don't know how you fit into this equation. Plus Michelle was super social. So like she was voted most likely, or people were saying she was like most likely to win. Um, and it's because she was so social with everyone. So that was a little bit scary. And I just, so I just didn't know exactly where Michelle stood in, in a strategic sense at the, at the right. beginning of Merge. So now, why after all this? So you've had your relationships, you've had your up and down, ups and downs. And now you're voted out and you're rather upset with Michelle after being voted out. So was. Yeah. Why was that? Yeah. Because then the final 10 round happens and Michelle yells at me even more so than the what happened at merge saying that I lied to her and misled her all day. And we kind of already talked about that. Um, and like, it's even more just like anger coming from her after the final 10, like saying like enough Papa bear, like that's enough, like stop lying to me. And I think I was making like really valid points but she just like wasn't willing to like listen to what I was saying. Like I was ex explaining all of my rationale and how I'm like everything I was doing was for her benefit. And like, I want to work with her. I want her to go far. Um, I was never going to vote for her. I even tried to give my immunity. Like I'm trying to explain all these things to Michelle and she just like, isn't listening. Instead, she's just ye like yelling at me. Um, just making me feel like total garbage. Um, which I don't know, I guess maybe it was strategic for her to do that. And eventually got to the point where I was just like, all right, like, let's just stay away from each other. And like, let's not talk game. Like, this is clearly toxic. Like if we're just going to drive each other nuts and it's going to be this negative, like, let's just not talk and go our separate ways. Um, and then she eventually sends me a long apology 
and just kind of continuing the same trend where she gets mad at me, then she apologizes, and then we're back together, and we're just talking about complete nonsense, like nothing game related. And then I would I tell her like, yeah, I don't really want to talk game. And then five minutes later, we're talking game and we're going back down this rabbit hole where I think we're going to be working together again. Like Michelle still somebody I want to I really like and want to go far. And then I'm out of the game all of a sudden. And she's the one that had all the information that could have gotten me nominated out of the game. So I was pretty frustrated. It just I don't know. I just felt like she was very like two faced and like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Yes, I was going to ask how involved you thought Michelle was with you getting up, if at all. But it sounds like you thought that she was always a little involved. I assume she has to be. Um, maybe it's naive of me to believe Figgy, who said she hadn't said much. But I kind of was inclined to believe Figgy, just given that it felt like she wasn't around. And she and Figgy also seemed a lot more understanding about what I was doing and how I actually genuinely, genuinely wanted to work with her. Um but yeah, I, I, I did assume it was um, Michelle who was leaking information and throwing me under the bus and was a, at least some sort of a reason while I'm while I got out of the game. Okay, which again, it's fair. I'm sure if if she ever comes to the jury, if anybody else ever comes to the jury, hopefully they're able to shed a little bit more light. Hopefully Rob can at least explain why he put you up, because I'm sure that'll help as far as knowing who anyone's involvement. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Um, but yeah, the overall with like Michelle, it was just, if you saw like our direct messages and I like screenshotted a few of them, um, but they, they were just like really nasty and like really mean and aggressive. And like Michelle just thinking I'm like this completely horrible person when I was like trying to help. And I don't know if like this term is correct, like gaslighting. That's what I kind of felt like was happening to me where okay. like she's making me f like, I don't know if I'm using that term right, but she's like making me feel guilty and like I did something wrong. And like, that's, I was that's always close enough. Yeah, <laughs> where I like Papa Bear was was the problem for everything, and then she turned around and just like gutted me and didn't care. And even when I got nominated, she was like, "I told you so. I told you not to trust the boys." And she was just like really mean about it. And I did. I was not pleased. Which is fair. And I think even like in your your final write up when you entered the jury, you had said something about how Michelle's probably like last on your list as far as people who you'd like to vote for in the end. But at the same time. If she owns up to what she did, then maybe you'll be a little bit more likely to vote for her. Do you think that's still the case? I think it is. Even just a few days removed, I'm, I feel much more inclined to vote for someone like Michelle, who I at least felt like I had a relationship with, who I felt like was playing the game hard and was aggressive. And if she gets to the end and she says, like, yeah, like I was willing to cut whoever and I was willing to do and say whatever to win then like I could see myself definitely rewarding that. Um, and yeah, I think it's less so like an apology I want because it is just a game and I'm like, I'm, I'm fine and already after a few days, I just want her to kind of like own what she was doing and I don't know, take responsibility. Do you think there's anything that she could do that would just totally remove any chance of your vote? Yeah, if she comes... Situation? <laughs> yeah, like, she... realistic, of course. Yeah, if she gets the final tribal and she says and she tries to just like take the same stance that she's been taking that like I was trying to screw her game and I was lying and doing all these things like intentionally, then I feel like I would be um, I would not want to vote for her anymore if she's but yeah, she just needs to come in and kind of own like what she was doing, how she was like self-interested and ultimately I was bad for her game. If she can like explain that thoroughly, then yeah, I would feel comfortable. Okay. And then I guess while we're talking about that, um, maybe real quick, because I mean, I feel like this has been going on for a while, but um, with like six people left and, you know, seeing how um, last round went, I guess where, including Michelle, like where do people stand in terms of who you would like to vote for at this point? Um, just kind of like real quick, maybe like, you know, one reason each why like they're at that point on your ranking. Boy, um, I think I'm still... Dawn, of course, if she makes the end, it's no question. Mm -hmm. I probably I won't even waste people's time with with questions. Um, and then Figgy, I guess just I'm, I'm a little torn. I would say Figgy and Michelle are about the same for me right now because uh, I I don't want to be a juror who votes purely off who I like and who I had a good relationship with. I want to like reward the person who represents the season well, who's played a good game as far as I understand it um and like i don't want to be bitter like i know how much work it takes to get to the end of these games and how much time people put in and i don't want to just automatically 
like Dawn is a special case, of course, but then I don't want to just vote for someone I was aligned with in the game just based on that pure fact. Because I think Figgy, I think she does have her shortcomings as a game player. Um, And so I don't want to just automatically give her my vote. Sorry, I know that was more than one little quick blurb. Um, And then I think the next... Next, I almost want to give Gavin my vote just because I think it'd be like ironic and kind of funny. Like if it's a Gavin... Yeah, for the meme, I have to. If it's Gavin, Desi... Eliza, I think I have to put Gavin just because, like, I I think I owe him that after all, like, the hate I sent his way. Like, I I would feel better about myself if I gave him a vote to win. And, yeah, then Eliza, I guess. I think Eliza's playing the game, and I think she's more, like, somewhat effective in what she's doing. I need to hear more because I don't know Eliza's game at all, but, like, I just feel in my gut like she's doing more than it seems. And then Desi, I think, is is bottom for me where it just never felt like she was around all that much. Right, which is fair. So, but I mean, again, thank you for, for going and doing this even a couple of days later. Uh, is there any, are there any thoughts that we didn't really get to talk about that you'd like to, to get out there? Gosh, I did take some notes so I wouldn't forget. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember you see, telling that to me over Slack. Uh, they're very short notes, but my first note was that I want the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song to be my intro music. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Oh yeah, I talked about how it felt like the season was was scripted with like how timely immunity and veto wins seemed to happen. Mm-hmm. Again, my lawyers tell me not to, to get into it any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was gonna. I wrote like a comment about like how I've played Blood versus Water games before, but I don't think that's really relevant. I think this was okay. Yeah, I, I guess this, yeah. Because the only question would be like, how would it compare to your other experiences, and like, like how was Dawn as a partner? Like, do you do you regret applying with her? Like, do you think that it was everything and more? I don't regret it in terms of like, I just like me and Dawn are really good friends, and I don't think people would think that. Like, I think we're very different people. I was definitely shocked when I saw you guys apply together, and I watched you play Warriors. I was yeah, I was disappointed from Warriors because I wanted to play with Dawn there um but that kind of got cut short we were never really on the same tribe i don't think i think we went to one tribal count like join tribal council together and i was kind of disappointed that we never got to play there and she's someone i really like we ended up playing in a mini together like a month or two ago and we both made the final two in that and it was yeah and so we worked together extremely well and i thought we would work well in this but ultimately ultimately i don't think we were great partners i think (laughs) <laughs> I, I needed to be more of a calming influence on Dawn and instead Papa Bear was just like like gaslighting more of the <laughs> it seemed like it was almost the opposite where you would be doing stuff and then Dawn would be the one to be like hey actually let's do this instead yeah. even even in the jury now like I keep wanting to make like snarky like mean comments and then I have to stop myself because I'm like no wait Dawn is still in the game I can't be mean to people I have to just <laughs> yeah. be nice I, and- I do feel like that's an added layer to a blood versus water game is like, even if the partner doesn't make it, like, am I comfortable voting for this person? Like knowing who they're like, it's just an ad- added element of someone who is connected to you basically outside the game that, and it, you know, I don't think anyone's ever going to like, it's never going to like make or break right. a finale vote, but it really does come into play. Right. Um, also, I never thought, uh, I, I don't, re- I don't, I wasn't really thinking about this when I applied, but as the game started and like went on, I never thought ever that I was going to get voted out before Dawn, just based on the way she was playing the game. She was a lot more aggressive and proactive than me. And so I always thought that she would leave before me. And I guess that would have been a benefit for me to our partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it seems like once someone's partner gets eliminated with the exception of like literally just Heidi, I think, and I guess Ron to an extent, they've usually done a lot better in the game. And so I figured like maybe final 10, final nine, I knew soon I thought Don was going to go and then I, I thought I would have been fine at that point and wouldn't have been a huge target. Um, I considered applying or asking Matthew to play with me because I thought that would have been a more expected pairing. Oh yeah, that's um, true. that would have been funny. One, I didn't think he would want to play because he's, I don't think he's really been in the mood to play games. Yeah. Um, and I also thought if that happened, I would have been like the much more, I guess like, active player of us two and i would have been a bigger threat sooner so which is fair definitely fair yeah and again i i've only played one good uh 
Blood vs. Water game, and I enjoyed it a lot, and it's super great, but it really is interesting to me how it works with, it's almost better, I feel, to not have a partner, like, as early as possible, because then, sure, like, here it seemed like they're getting targeted as a result of that, but other times, you're not getting targeted, and it's the pairs getting targeted, and you're, you get to be the one making the decisions and being, like, the kingmaker between pairs, so I think it's always cool. interesting seeing how that shifts in different Blood vs. Water games. Exactly. In Endure, it worked out perfectly for me, where my brother left early. Well, I also, I, I should have asked my brother or my sister to play this, but I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think they would want to. Um, but yeah, that worked out much better in Endure, where my brother left very early, and I could just be float as a single, kind of attach myself to various pairs. Yeah, and you obviously made it very far. So yeah, who who, who better is there. a better partner, Don or your brother? <laughs> um. <laughs> probably my brother in terms of like emotional support <laughs> okay <laughs> whereas don That's just fair. like don just like kept feeding my like craziness and like right. my ott <laughs> tendencies she just like would egg me on to keep doing stuff and like saying dumb stuff to people and you guys yeah. just wanted to have fun for some reason i wrote in my notes that i felt like playing with don was kind of like the movie bird box where <laughs> don was Sandra bullock <laughs> and i was like one of the kids blindfolded Okay. That's <laughs> I don't know why. That's kind of fair, I guess, based off of what happened in that first merge round. Also, wrote in my notes, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but I wrote in my notes, like, with Gavin, like, how did he not know what cold turkey meant? Like, that's, I still don't, <laughs> under, I still don't understand that. That is, I, I hope if he makes FTC, every single person asks him that question. And I don't care if he has to answer it every single time, because that still boggles my mind, personally. When I made, when I made that quote, I thought that was going to be one of the easier quotes. Not you think and both him and desi because desi also did very poorly on it but she didn't get called out for it because she did better than gavin so i don't even think i really i don't mess. think i like i don't think i read the rules properly for that challenge i didn't even know what was coming my way and it's it's still i didn't think it was too difficult but yeah like if you've seen like po any like po like a lot of pop culture like tv movies like you've had to have heard the term cold turkey exactly but whatever, you know what? Maybe he's he's from a place where that's not a thing, or maybe he just doesn't watch any TV and he's an Amish or something. He just happens to use this for uh, Survivor orcs. Who knows? Possible. Yeah. I also, I also, this is pretty much my last note that I All had right. down was: How did you create a thirty-one minute podcast with the second boot? <laughs> All right, listen. JP and I have great chemistry, so it was a good. It was a good, it was a good listen. Yeah. It's... I really, I especially enjoyed when he said that Figgy, Jacqueline, Michelle are all the same person because mm -hmm. I felt the same way after like a day or two. They right. all like I... just blended together for me. The amount of people that said that in confessionals the first round. <laughs> so, and, similar I mean, archetype, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens. And yeah, again, it's just, again, I like talking to JP. So it was hard, hard to keep Good. it down. Plus, I like limiting these, to, not even limiting these. I like to at least get them to around a half hour-ish. And like even now, I think we're we're definitely over as far as what, what it usually is going to be, but that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I think this is the longest one for sure. So, I break it's, records here as Papa Bear. It's <laughs> it's okay. It's still under fifty minutes, so I, we we're we'll be good in uh, copyright yeah, law or whatever it is. I also had a question for you guys. Okay, mm -hmm. shoot. I want to know what was your favorite Papa Bear moment, or like what was <laughs> like the biggest like bumblefuck Papa Bear moment that you enjoyed. I feel like it had to be the Carter round, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, the Carter <laughs> round was pretty great. It was just, it was just so out of nowhere, and like uh, that was like the start of your arc. I feel it was, yeah. it was. I mean, at least the arc that we because before that, like I, I've been doing Edric this season, and you were getting like, like you know, lower, like, like low, either a low OTT or like a morp or something, but positive. Like you know, you'd, you'd get like a, the occasional positive uh, SPV here and there. But then all of a sudden, this this Carter run happens, and you you just go off, and it just came. It was just I don't know. The timing of it was just so odd, but it was just very I feel interesting like, to watch. I feel like the Carter round was definitely mine, but I also have to give like very honorable mention to. I really liked your early round confessionals, where it was kind of like it was almost like you were giving us the news where you would come in, and it was just kind of like very. Um, What's the word? It's, it was almost like parody where you would just kind of come in and just start talking about the round. And I found myself laughing a lot at your confessional. And then also like the first answer to your first pregame question was like such a like life philosophy that I actually like took a second and was like actually actively thinking about what you were saying rather than, like a lot of times, especially with the pregame questions, like I just skimmed through them. But you were basically it was something about like 
um, like if you're not doing what you love, are you really living or something like that? And I was sitting there like, oh, wow. Like, you know, it was just, I don't know. It was kind of funny to me. So I guess th thanks for making me rethink life there for a second. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I'm, I'm glad I get to get to reach somebody at least with, <laughs> with some of those answers. Cause like, I don't know, this was a fun kind of like, I'm at like an in-between point in life right now. So this is like a fun escape in a way to kind of like decompress or like de-stress a little bit. So yeah. Yeah, orgs are supposed to be fun. Spam posting challenges are not. I feel like oh. as a whole, I'm, great, the game I'm grateful is, is that meant... I wasn't in for that. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, be thankful you were eliminated for that one. I was, I was a host, and it was like difficult to watch. It wasn't that. All right, I have a, a lot of opinions about that that I'm going to talk to Rob about specifically, so that way we're not <laughs> going over time here. But you know, it's not that bad. All right, I understand for some people maybe their internet isn't great, but as far as endurance is concerned, you can post whenever you want. Nah. No, no limit. Spam, spam posting is is the worst possible thing. Even endurance, twenty four hour endurance posting once every like fifteen minutes is better than spam posting. This will be a horse that I beat a lot harder in a future time. But <laughs> for now, I feel like this is definitely the best time to cut it off. So again, thank you once again for for joining us, and it, it was great having you. You were fantastic to watch, fantastic character. Really enjoyed the fact that you got to play the season. I was really excited when I saw your app in the first place. So thank you for being Papa Bear. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, you're so welcome. But that's going to be it for us. I guess, do you have an outro song um, thing that you want to do? Like, is there any Man. specific song you feel like represents your game? Oh, I'd have to think about that. I only I only thought about the intro music. I'll ask you after the podcast, then. It's fine. So you're about to hear thank it you. now, though. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. So uh, goodbye. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like winter freezes just like ice And there's a cold and lonely light that shines from you You wind up like the wreck you hide behind that mask you use And did you think this fool could never win? Well look at me, I'm coming back again I got a taste of love in a simple way And if you need to know while I'm still standing You just fade away Don't you know I'm still standing Better than I ever did Looking like Cut me down, and if my love was just a circus, you'd be a clown.